Hello and welcome to the What's On at Cineworld Cinema podcast. I am Luke Owen. And I'm Dan Layton. Hi Dan, how are you? I'm quite well today. You said you were tired. I was tired this morning. I, I had a big night. Have we perked you up? Yeah, big time. We played a little game just before we started recording and that was uh, the most adrenaline I felt in a very long time. I lost. but mm. it's, it's Quite spectacularly the, so. No, I wouldn't say spectacularly lost. I'd say so. You okay. didn't know the rules until well, your fourth round. This has been the Cineworld Cinemas podcast, <laughs> and uh, I'll see you never. No, I, it was. Uh, it was. It's, it's just taking part that counts, Luke. You know, mm. it's important. It's nice to be seen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Did you feel seen? I I felt called out. That's what I felt. <laughs> It is that sort of office. Yeah. Um, just know, yes, uh, on last week's episode, just said, I trust Dan implicitly. Listen, there you go. And I probably, because I was talking about Thor and how all the Thor movies are great. So that's why. Well, on that note, Dark Train 24 thinks that the first two Thor movies were so bad with many, many uh, O's in there, which I, I disagree with. I will be going to their house to show them why they're wrong. Yeah, because I think the first one is actually quite good. I, I really enjoy the first the one. The second one is also good. It's not like awful. You're creating no, this. No, you're right. It's thoughtful. Oh, for crying out loud! <laughs> you're painting this picture like it's the most bad ever, and it's not. It's re- it's it's got merit. No, you're in right. Its, it's not ways. the worst ever because it's not bottom of my uh, Marvel list. The Incredible. Is it below the Incredible Hulk? Oh, let me get to it. Hold on. Sign in. <laughs> this is riveting audio content. Sign in. Tap tap tap. tap, tap. tap, tap. I mean, while you do that, I'll tell everybody why Thor Two is really good. Mm-hmm. I think the the sort of portal sequence at the end is tremendously entertaining movie fare. I I like. I think it's got really moments of great comedy. Some Americans wouldn't understand why certain bits are so funny. Uh, in fact, people who don't live in London wouldn't understand why certain bits are so funny. Uh, but it is. Uh, can confirm it is at the bottom of my oh, rankings. Come on. We'll go. Okay. Right. Can you promise me before Thor Four? That was difficult mm-hmm. to say. Can we watch? Can we rewatch Thor two? And yeah. I will show you all the bits that. Yeah, do absolutely. It. Yeah, I'll, I'll gladly. Uh, I mean, I love an MCU rewatch. There you so, go. Uh, right. I'm, I'm more than happy not skip over it this time. The first Thor one is fine, so like we don't need to watch that one. But I, I will insist that you watch Thor two with me. Okay. Well. Let's see. Um, (laughs) We need to get into this main show. uh, And we are talking about Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Here is the show. We're going to talk about Black Panther Wakanda Forever because currently it is CinemaCon. Mm, CinemaCon. Which isn't for everyday folk no. like you and I. And I was confused because I was really excited. I was like, oh, that's the thing. That... And it's like, no. No. Turns out. It's for like industry peeps. I bet we could hustle next year. Do you want to go to Vegas? Is it in Vegas? Yeah. Last time I went to Vegas, I had uh, $15 to my name to last me four days. That's, that's like the Hollywood dream. It was tricky. Luckily, the event that I was there for put on food, so I was able to <laughs> what, eat. What was the event? Why were you going to Vegas when you had 15 quid? Well, That's it, not a correct use of money. It's because... Okay, it's a long story. I'll, maybe we'll talk about this on the okay, podcast version okay. of this, because we need to talk about Black Panther <laughs> Wakanda forever. So, 
they were showing a lot of like scissor reels mm. for this because this is like an industry event. Some yeah. press went to it as well because Screen Rant were there, which is where we got this new mm -hmm. story from. And I have been to a few Disney scissor reel screenings before. Yeah. It's basically they sit you down, it's just full of industry people and members of the press. And it's just like Disney uh, execs get up and they'll be like, and here is what our slate looks like for the rest of 2022. Mm. And here are some, sometimes it's trailers, sometimes it's scenes, sometimes it's just like uh, scissor reels of clips. Yeah. It's how I saw, uh, I, I saw like the first footage of Doctor Strange. Oh, right. Before right, like yeah. the, the trailer had been released for that, like a few years back. And it was yeah. like, oh, cool. That's like our first look at it. And that's what we got here for Black Panther Wakanda Forever, which I don't know how many people are aware of this is out in November. So this is a thing that Marvel are doing lately, which is like going, you're going to come and see it. So we're not going to trail much of it I... too soon. Because it used to be the case that the, the trailers would come out like a year or so. You get yeah. a little teaser trailer and then you get, a, and it's it's several months and I'm like... like Comic-Con? Yeah. Like, they used to give you a Here's a film that's coming out in three years time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they did do that. Yeah. And here's your first trailer for it. But like now, like I Googled, it's 196 days away. Now that is good research. The production for this movie resumed in January of this year because oh. they had all the delays oh. with Letitia yeah, Wright. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's it's out in November and we still have very few details about the movie. Well, we only just got the Thor trailer, didn't we? And that's coming out in like yeah, two like months. It's, it's incredible, isn't yeah. it? Like this is the new way of doing things, I yeah. guess. And I guess as like as an impatient film fan, I don't know how I feel about this just yet. On the one hand, I like to see see stuff as quick as possible because I like to get excited. On the other, I do like the shrouding in mystery. I, I mean, I do too, but then you've got the other side of that coin, which is the Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness yeah. side of things, which is like, we've released our trailer, it's only out in a couple of months, and now we've released nine more trailers yeah, it, yeah. But <laughs> in, I like, in five weeks. They have started, it seems, to to put first look trailers on the end of their movies. Which so they like with Spider-Man. Exactly. And I like the idea of that as a way to be like, you want to see it? I think that's what we'll Come get with Doctor Strange. Yeah, I think so too. I think with Doctor Strange, which is out next week, mm. that will be the sort of the end teaser thing. We'll get like our first look, our yeah. first proper look at Black Panther. And that's absolutely worth saying to the credits for. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. The first film was a groundbreaking, yeah. huge box office success for them. Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, this film has had some difficulties mm. with the passing of Chadwick Boseman but they are continuing nonetheless mm -hmm. and you know there have been lots of interviews with like Ryan Coogler and stuff talking about how they are continuing on this legacy they haven't given us any plot details or anything have they but this is where oh. the footage comes in oh so I'm going to read you some stuff here this is from Screen Rant's uh, description of what was seen in the sizzle reel okay. which isn't much so it says, Marvel Studios has shown the first Black Panther Wakanda Forever footage as part of Disney's presentation at CinemaCon 2020, which Screen Rant is attending. The footage came as part of a larger scissor reel for Disney's upcoming slate and featured a shot of Shuri, Okoye, and Nakaya. Is it Nakaya? Nakaya? I must get that wrong. Uh, united at the front lines of a battle. The Black Panther 2 footage does not include confirmation on who Wakanda's army is preparing to fight. Because what they're doing is they are on the front lines and they are about to go into battle mm -hmm. against someone. someone. But they are not showing who that is. And I think that is because the big theory, the big rumor and innuendo surrounding this movie is that it's going to be Wakanda going up against Atlantis and oh. Namor. Oh. So I think they don't want to show in this sizzle reel footage yeah. that they're going up against Namor's army. That's, because that's going to leak out yeah. before the release of Doctor Strange or like whenever the release of the trailer And is. that's a big thing to just 
drop in a industry screening event. Exactly. You know? yeah. Which presser attended? Which is kind of unfair to the rest of us. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because we couldn't get tickets, and we wouldn't have seen that footage yeah. either. So yeah. it would have just come out being like, and it is going to be Wakanda versus mm -hmm. Namor, which is and... so, so unexciting to read it in a <laughs> in an article online. Exactly. So I didn't want to do that. It's the big reveal yeah. in the trailer. Could you remember that moment in the Civil War trailer where? Um... We, get, we get the first look at Spider-Man. Yeah. That was a moment, wasn't it? So good, yeah. I personally was like, save it for the movie. Like, it was a big surprise. But also, I, you kind of can't. I think had that movie come out, like, in the last year or so, yeah. they would have just saved that for the movie. That's, because yeah. I think they are doing this. It's, you know, Doctor Strange next week, the whole mm -hmm. Professor X thing. Like, uh, is, uh, it, is it, you know, with Spider-Man, no, mm -hmm. uh, Far From Home. What was the last one? No Way Home. No Way Home. Yeah. They, they, All the homes. Two, All the homes. Yeah. Holmes and Watson. <laughs> Spider-Man Holmes under the hammer. <laughs> um, bargain hands. I... <laughs> I, I think that, yeah, we would have just, there'd have been all these teasers and stuff, lots of rumours about it, and then you'd have gone to the cinema, boom, the big mm. reveal would have been there. So I, I, that's what I think they're waiting for here, because otherwise I think they would have just shown yeah. who they're going into battle against. But perhaps I am projecting. No, I see what you mean. And also they have mentioned Atlantis, like, or not mentioned directly, there have been hints in the past movies, hasn't there? Like yeah. on maps and various... That's exactly it, yeah. yeah. Lots of rumours that Namor is coming into the MCU as yeah. well, who for my money is one of the most boring Marvel characters of all time. I don't know too much about them, but I am getting concerned that the number of heroes and villains are dwindling such that I don't get to play one. Do you oh, know, I'm worried is, is about that, that's, that. That's what your big concern is. Primarily. Yeah. I'm, is, is how is Dan Lacey want, getting into yeah, the Yeah, I want to go. And I don't know that we're going to have many left. I guess now the multiverse is, I could play sort of like... You could be another Captain America. I, I, I could be, but like, what, like the super serum didn't work <laughs> at all. <laughs> it just made you Northern. Yeah, and it just made me Northern. And now I, like, I have a small secretarial job and it's like, what does he get up to in his day? Well, it's nice. And yeah. then he goes home. <laughs> I like this as a multiverse version of Captain America. It'd probably be one of those one shots, Captain you know, it'll be on the administration. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, Captain administration, I could be that, yeah. Thank you very much. So, I mean, maybe there will be a chance for you because mm. the other side of this CinemaCon coin that we have been given here is Kevin Feige announced that he was part of a meeting that they had with Disney's sort of and Marvel Studios creative team. Mm -hmm. And they have mapped out the That's next... not a surprise. That's not news. Hold on. Well, <laughs> this is where the news comes in. Kevin they have mapped out the next 10 years of MCU movies. That's plenty of time. The plans are in place now for all the MCU movies to take us until 2032. I could be in one by then. There's plenty of options for you there. I could get an ab. Just, At least just the one. one. Just the one. That's all you just need. Just start small, Luke. I'm not going to jump too far ahead of the game. You don't want to go Chris Pratt yourself. Yeah, exactly. No, I've got... I, I always say that I've got a six-pack. I just don't have the plastic bit to hold it together. They're yeah. all just sort of floating about in there. I just think that, you know, there is room for maybe you and I as a, as a, as a duo. Yeah. The, the more schlubby side of yeah. the MCU superheroes. The more relatable side. <laughs> the everyman. Yeah. That's, yeah, I'm, I'm into that. No, that's... Because we still haven't... We know, we know Blade is coming. Mm-hmm. Fantastic Four. We know Fantastic is well, not Fantastic. Fantastic Four. X Men. Yeah, is rumored to is be one there. of them as well. I mean, Kevin Feige did say, uh, like, I mean, back way, I had Comic Con a few years back that they are doing a Fantastic Four movie. Yeah. It's just not been announced yet. So yeah, this we've now got. Apparently, there are plans in place. I love the. It, it genuinely is a massive story that Kevin Feige had a meeting because look at that. It's not. It's it's not just that he had a meeting. No, but it, but it's it's like okay, like yeah, we had a meeting this morning. Great. Kevin Feige had a meeting. <laughs> yeah. The cinema landscape is defined. But what did he talk about? Exactly. This is this is news. I'm into it.
This week's big release is Downton Abbey, A New Era, which, Dan Layton, you saw I last saw night. at a lovely screening. We had some cocktails. We had some chats. I brought my friend who is a massive Downton fan. Let me tell you this. I, Abbey. A, well, that was a stretch. I Normally, I'm very impressed by those, yeah. but that one didn't really work for Downton me. Downton Abbey. Panby. So I watched Downton Abbey when it came out on the television. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, no spoilers, but they killed a character I really liked. And I was furious. Dan Stevens. Yeah. yeah. So I stopped watching. Out <laughs> 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 of protest. And then I picked it That'll back up. Yeah, yeah they, they lost that one view. Uh, so then I picked it back up again when the movie came out. It had a good time. And uh, now with this one... Genuinely, it's 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 the kind of movie that you're gonna want to take your nan to. You're gonna want to have a nice little family time, have a have a have a lovely evening. I have a category of film that I call a nice little Sunday comedy, mm. and it's not that it necessarily has to be like a five star masterpiece or even a comedy necessarily. It's just a film you're gonna go to on a Sunday and have a lovely time. And I would say that happened with Downton Abbey, a new era. I also really liked watching Maggie Smith act. I I had a single tear cry. You did. You told she me was, before we yeah. started recording that you did well up. And I cried. wasn't expecting that, but I did because she's so good. What I uh, quite appreciate about Downton Abbey: A New Era, yeah. I haven't seen the movie. Yeah. But we talked a little bit about this a few weeks ago with the Nan movie. Is that there are two <laughs> ways to do British TV yes. film adaptations? Is you either do a road trip movie yeah. where you go to a different town, or you go abroad, and that is what they've done they here. They go abroad. They looked at Downton Abbey and was like, "Ah, oh, this is like the in-betweeners. Yeah. We need to take them abroad." <laughs> it is exactly like that. There's even a scene in a in a swimming pool with some. Uh, do you remember that scene in the Inbetweeners movie? Or am I making... There you yeah, go, there's yeah. a nod behind the camera. I can't go any further than that because it will upset me. Uh, I no, did not expect that for the downtime. I wasn't expecting it either. No, I, uh, I, it made me want to go to the south of France and speak in a posh accent. Uh, Lady Mary. You know, and they, they, oh, it's a bit singing in the rain. The, the basic plot of the film is that Downton has a leak in the roof and so they let it be a film set for a bit. And um, oh, it's, but it's at the advent of the talkies... Uh, and so the person who's got one of the actresses has a has an accent that doesn't fit on the talkies. Oh, that's so what fun. do we do? It's it's quite fun. I had a really nice time. Yeah, I had a really good time playing the game of like who's gonna survive, <laughs> if anybody. I enjoyed it. I had a really good time. Uh, also out this week, the unbearable weight of massive talent, the lost city, the Northman Operation Mincemeat, Fantastic Beasts: The Secret of Dumbledore, the Bad Guys, Sonic Two and the Batman. So Dan, what is your pick of the week? Um, I probably would say Downton. I had, a, I had, I've, I've seen him a lot this week. I also went to see the uh, Nick Cage movie, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, which was wild, very silly, very fun, had a good time. Um, but I think Downton has that kind of mass appeal of you're just going to go and have a nice afternoon. Well, I'm going with the mass appeal of Nicolas Cage. Well, yeah, that's and true. And his unbearable weight of massive talent there is, I absolutely loved it. There is a sequined pillow in that film that my friend has, and I, I did a, a little pop for it. I was like, <laughs> oh, oh. At City World, we are celebrating the 60th anniversary of James Bond. And last week, yeah. it was From Russia With Love. This week, it's Goldfinger. Oh, He's the man, the man with the Midas touch. It's like you disappeared and Shirley Bassey was present in the room with us. Thank you. I don't get Bond. Right? It was absolutely beautiful. <laughs> Uh, 
Tickets are on sale for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, available in IMAX, 4DX, ScreenX, and Super Screen. I'm going to go see it next week. You and I. Mm. I mean, you're seeing it a couple of days before me. Because I am what? Special. Special. Um, in fact, you've seen, you've already seen it. I've already seen So uh, you'll see soon, uh, assuming it went okay, and, and, <laughs> and, and, and he doesn't hate me. Uh, I did a little interview with Benedict Wong, a yeah. little chat with, uh, with uh, the Sorcerer Supreme. So yeah, so you've himself. seen a bit of the film already. I have seen a, a small portion of the film. You're then seeing it again. Yeah, I'm gonna see it again at the screening, the multimedia screening. And then you and I are going to the pictures yeah. Thursday morning, the so very we, first yeah. screening available for yeah. this. And then I'm gonna go see it again that night. <laughs> I'm really excited. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I hope it's good. <laughs> yeah, could you imagine? That's part of the fun, you know? I did that with Iron Man 3. Yeah. Because I got invited to a uh, a press screening of it. Mm -hmm. like, first thing in the morning, was sort of like a 10 a.m. screening of yeah. it. And then on that day, I got invited by Disney to go to the premiere screening that night. And oh. I got given a plus one. So I called my mate and I was like, oh, do you want to come yeah. as well? And he was like, yeah, cool. I'll duck out of work early. This and he got on it. the train. So I saw Iron Man 3 twice one day. You? And I sat there and um, Gav Murphy was also at the screen. And he mm. leaned across and was like, is it any good? And I was like, yeah, no, it is pretty good, actually. And then I was basically just waiting for the Mandarin reveal. Yeah, moment. that's what makes it quite fun. So I um, went to, okay, so when Rise of Skywalker came out, I wanted to refresh my memory of the other movies, but I had my ticket for Rise of Skywalker booked for the next morning. So I went to the midnight, they did a triple bill. Mm -hmm. And then at midnight, they would show The Rise of Skywalker. And my plan was to go and see Force Awakens and Last Jedi and then go home. And then the next morning I would go. But by that point, I was like, well, yeah, I'm out. I might as well stay. So I watched it, went to bed. And then the next day, went and saw it again in the morning with people who had no idea. And what I really enjoyed was one of my friends was like, I wonder if this will happen. And then they gave me an exact thing. And I had to summon all of my acting skill to be like, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't possibly say. And tickets are also available for Jurassic World Dominion. Mm. Big okay. dinosaurs. Yeah, I... Big Dern. It, I big mean, Dern it, energy. It, oh, big Laura Dern. We've got Sam Neill. Yeah. We've got the Goldblum back yeah. together. Like, the team are back together again. I am... I'm pretty stoked yeah. for this. I, I didn't love Fallen Kingdom. Right. I loved Jurassic World. Right. Were you a fan of, of uh, the OG when you were younger? Because I, I feel like you were prime age. 1993, yeah. I was seven years old oh, my dad right. took me to go and see it. Perfect. Yeah. So for you, is it a nice little moment to see the trio reunited? It's a little bit, yeah. When, I, when those pictures came out and they're in the trailer, yeah. it was a bit like a... <laughs> yeah, my a confession, I didn't see it for the first time until I was about 26. So yeah, I know. I, I don't know why. I think I was like more obsessed with the Spice Girls than dinosaurs. Mm. Um, ironic now. But um, yeah, I, 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 so I, did, I wonder what that moment of, you know, the, the, the score and then seeing them all together will be like again on oh, the big screen. I, can't, I cannot wait yeah. for it. Now we've got two very special mm. events coming up very soon. And the first of which is the IMAX regional premiere screening of Top Gun Maverick. All the planes, all the aviators, all the crews. Yeah, all the cruise control, no less. My good friend Tom Cruise. So on May 19th, six days before its general release, there is an exclusive screening of this movie in IMAX. And it's going to be at Ashford, Belfast, Birmingham, Edinburgh, Plymouth, Sheffield, and York. Don't say we don't spoil you. Yeah, right? And... Interesting, none of those are London based. No, 
Which I'm into. Yeah. Because we get a lot of stuff. We do. Ashford, it's mm. my local city world. Is it? Yeah. It's had a big redo it has recently. Indeed. Oh, I went there and it is a lovely. Is it shiny? Oh, it's very shiny. Shiny, shiny, shiny. We also have a IMAX screening of Everything Everywhere All at Once on May 4th at Ashford, Ashton Underline, Basildon, Belfast, Birmingham, Broughton, 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 Broughton Cheltenham, Crawley, Edinburgh, London, Leicester Square, Sheffield and Stevenage. Let me tell you something. Please do. Everything Everywhere All at Once Goggly eyes. has been the most discussed on film Twitter for the longest time. People love this movie. Two of my friends, three of my friends now, have been to America and seen it <gasps> before it had a UK release date. No. And then they come back and they're like, it's really good, you should see it. And I'm like, I can't. We've got dates, we've got IMAX screenings, and it's gonna happen, and I'm very excited. It would be interesting, because The Northman so far is my peak movie of the year, and it's gonna take a lot to topple it. This has the potential to do it. This is one of those movies where I'd imagine not everyone is aware of the title. Mm. And they'll be like, what? What's this all about? And yeah. as soon as you Google search it and you come up with an image of it, you're like, oh, well, now I'm now I'm intrigued. Yeah. And I saw my first trailer for it the other day. I went to see uh, The Umbrella Weight of Massive Talent at my local Center World and the trailer came up for Everything Everywhere All at Once. And I realized what it was. And I was like, oh, I'm so excited. And I love the fact that, that it, we, people might not have heard of the movie. People yeah. might not know it's coming out. And then they'll see it and be like, oh, that is different and interesting. Which is very exciting because not only do we have that screening on May 4th, we have an unlimited screening of it on May 10th. Yeah. And this is, we talked about, you know, the, one of the benefits of having an unlimited card yeah. is going to see films that you may not have gone to yeah. see previously, like yeah. taking a risk because you may as well. Exactly. It's free. And getting to see a, a movie like this before everybody else yeah. with that crowd who are excited to see something that they're just going to see because it's a nice night out. And we've also got an unlimited screening of Father Stew on May 3rd. How lucky we are with our lovely unlimited cards. Get some snacks, discounted snacks. Rob Gable wants to pick up on something that I said in last week's episode when I thought that the font of Thor, Love and Thunder... Oh, yeah, you thought like, it was quite He-Man-esque. Quite He-Man-esque, yeah. in a way. And he was like, uh, it's actually a bit more like a heavy metal, the animated movie, not He-Man. Uh, but I do like Donkey Darko's response to that, which is like, don't be that kind of person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can I tell you a secret? I'm that kind of person. Um, <laughs> but also, heavy metal, the animated movie, feels like it's very up your alley. No? It, oh no, it is. I mean, and I love that as well. There but it's go. just when it comes up and that poster and everything holding up yeah. the, it just it feels very He-Man. Yeah, it has got massive He-Man energy. A massive Master of the Universe energy. Yeah. So uh, I disagree with you there. Well, Rob. there you go. And um, Rich EPS I... uh, thinks that Gorilla Glue is the glue of the gods. Yes, I I saw that comment. I liked that very much. I do agree. I think it's all over Asgard. Uh, Gorilla Glue, mm -hmm. the Gorilla Tape. Have you ever used Gorilla Tape? Uh, I have actually. Yeah, it's a lot. I fix shells with Gorilla Glue as well. They, they, it's, it sticks to everything. Not Spawn, just big fan. I mean, you've had a lot of comments recently about things sticking to things. Um... Do you mind? <laughs> Deeply unsettling behaviour. I so what happened was. I don't think we can go into it. In fact, actually. Okay, fine. Then we won't. On this family-friendly podcast. Oh, yeah, it's family-friendly. <laughs> I don't know if this was like what's on after dark. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would like to tell hear the story of you in Vegas, please. 
Oh, yeah, I, I did say I was going to tell you that. Um, yeah. so it's because so I went uh, for an event. They'd booked me to help them out. Mm. So I went to go there, uh, and on the plane uh, at the airport, yeah. I bought myself some lunch yeah. using my debit card. Right. And then, because I'd used my card at an airport, ah. my bank thought that it had they been stolen. Yeah. So they froze my card yeah. and didn't tell me. Right. So then when I got to Vegas and the person behind the counter was like, you need to put your you know, debit card, card on the machine. Behind. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it just kept getting declined and I didn't know why. So I then had to just hand over the cash that I had. Oh my God. Which was just enough to cover that, like that. And that's why I only had fifteen dollars left. That's less of a romantic Hollywood dream story. I that I thought you yeah, I just, just were going to Vegas and no, you had fifteen just, pounds to your name, no, and I just it was struggled. like, I'm like oh, no, you you were just struggling. I just struggled. Yeah, and I was on my own. But the for, event had food. Yes, the event had food, so I had like meager food to kind of like satisfy yeah. me for a time being. Um, I then basically just spent my time not doing that because I was on my own, mm. just walking up and down the strip uh, oh, in, that's a good place to walk. in search of a uh, a twilight zone. Um, machine yeah so I'd, I'd heard tale that there was one so i went looking for that so i just went walking through every <laughs> every casino <laughs> not to gamble or anything just literally walking with around. no money with no money just, no money no like friends wayne just, that wayne's world just thing walking around being like is it there is it there is that nope you, you literally went wandering through the desert with no money to your name i did and it was quite uh, i mean vegas is a place yeah uh, I think that you would enjoy it more if you didn't do it the way I did it. Right, imagine so. I, I would love to go to Vegas. I've never been. Um, I said I was going to go when Janet Jackson did her residency. And then, did I follow through? No. Um, but I think we should hustle and try and go to... I think that this... We were talking about Vegas because of CinemaCon, which is the industry showcase event. Are we not within the industry? I would say this makes us industry. Yeah. Let's do so it. Too. Yeah. yeah. Little trip to Vegas. Little road trip. Hear that, everyone? We're going to go to Vegas next year. Who's coming? <laughs> uh, anyway, we need to get out of here, but thank you all so much for listening. We will see you in seven days' time for the review of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Eek. Until then, I have been Lee Cohen. And I've been Dan Layton. And that's what's on. <laughs>